0: And welcome into Believe Me right here on Stadium TV. My name is Cam Rogers. And listen, I've got no idea what I'm betting on this weekend. I'm pretty sure it's going to be the NBA. And I have these two fine gentlemen, Brandon Lang, BrandonLang.com, and Clay Harbor, former NFL tight end, to help me out and you at home so let's get into it, guys. We'll get to the NBA actually in a little bit. I want to recap the Masters, if I may. John Rahm winning at Augusta, his first Green Jacket. Seven to one, plus seven fifty, something in that range going into the tournament. Quickly on this, Brandon, John Rahm winning, and then also we talked about Phil last week, tied for second so maybe he can find some magic in the majors this year. Your impressions, Brandon, of the Masters?
1: Crazy. Um, all the stuff about the live tour. These guys can't play anymore. Uh, look at what they did. Patrick Reed, top 10. Phil, top 10. Brooks, top 10. Rory didn't even make the cut. Um, pretty pretty impressive that those boys have something left in them, but looking at it now, it's so easy to just jump on Rom at 7-1 and, um saturday morning before they teed off he was up to nine to one because i think he had trailed by four shots so unbelievable value in in rom at nine to one just four grand pays thirty six 3 three-time winner already this year number one player in the world um reflecting on it now with his game it was free money and sometimes the obvious is the right thing to do it was absolute free money Jordan now the most top 10 finishes in Masters history. Just take Speed to finish in the top 10. Yep. Um. Tigers never missed the cut at the Masters. Just throw some money on Tiger to make the cut. I mean, there are things that you look at now when it's after the fact and go, God, what was I thinking, man? Rom, Speed, top 10, Tiger not to miss, miss the cut. That's it, free money. There's, there's 50 grand right there. That's a sweep right there.
2: Yeah, absolutely, man. Phil Mickelson. Finishing second and finishing with a, a final a final round of negative seven. I mean, this guy's got me want to strap the pads on again. This guy's fifty two years old, still competing with these young bucks. I'm only thirty six. I'm going to go back and start playing football again after seeing this performance. Phil Mickelson coming back. You no, know, I think Mickelson performing like that even gives Tiger hope. Obviously, it was tough to watch Tiger in so much pain if he can somehow get his body right and you know he's even struggling to walk but i hope we haven't seen the last of him uh really impressed me also with Shuffler. top 10 finish speeth like you said finished 6th had a nice uh had a nice final round of of negative 6 when the pressure was on to, to finish in the top 10 these are all great golfers most
1: birdies of anybody in the tournament
2: jordan speeth yeah made more birdies than anybody he just yeah, had
1: the guy can play the 13th he doubled the par 5 which is criminal um just just a few bad holes, and we're talking Jordan Spieth. So, but real quick, let's look at this from a different lens. Knowing what Phil Mickelson said, knowing what Phil Mickelson did to Billy Walters, basically flipped on Billy and put him in jail. Do you not look at Fickleson, Mickelson now and just comes off a bit? <laughs> sad, I'm just—he's weird, just, isn't he? Yes, I'm just saying you watch him now. I'm with you. It's not the feel like 10 years ago where you're like.
2: Did you mean to say Fickleson like that? Or was that an accident? Oh, so he just
1: seems slimy. He's all black and he just kind of moves around. And, you know, he tried to sleep with Bones' wife. And he's just a a slimy guy.
2: He slimed his way in. Number 2 in the Masters at 52 right. years right. old. So Number that's pretty is. impressive.
1: Well but, done, Phil, but uh our better better word. Just looks kind of greasy. He's kind of kind of greasy, but
0: He's not fun well. anymore either. Like he's not very no. expressive with his words. Again, it's like he's ashamed that he sold out and cashed out on the 200 million dollars before hitting a golf shot on live Whatever it is, it's a bit bizarre, but credit to Phil. T2 there. Brandon, real quick on Tiger, if I may. I'm thinking he should hang up the golf shoes for the rest of 2023 and come back stronger in 2024. What say you?
1: No, he'll play all all four majors. He'll take all the time off. Um, You think about, for the most part, British Open courses are flat. Mm -hmm. U.S. Open might be a different story just because of how – tough the course is with that being said the u.s open is at la north in la played it played it six months ago it's not a hard walk it's right in century city it's 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 where he's from granted he's from los alamitos but it it, i would be surprised if he passes up playing la north he'll be fine it's the cold weather it's the rain it was all those elements the foot He'll be fine. He'll he'll inject and do whatever he needs to do to play. He's not missing LA North. He's not gonna miss the British. Not sure where the PGA is at this year, but but I'm pretty familiar with LA North, and I'd be shocked if he doesn't play the US Open.
0: PGA at Oak Hill this year. We'll see about Tiger. Congrats to John Rom. Guys, let's talk. NBA. We've got lines. We can go game by game. This is an opportunity for us to really rack up some dubs. So let's do it. Nets versus 76ers and Clay, we will start with you. The 76ers are laying eight and a half. in this one dominated the Nets this season, defeating Brooklyn by an average of 11.3 points per game. Philly has advanced out of the first round. Four of five seasons under Doc Rivers. The Nets went six and seven on the road in the second half of the season. Clay, what are you doing here? I mean,
2: this one's easy. You know, the 76ers, absolutely. Uh, Joel Embiid, he's my MVP. He's the NBA leading scorer. You got James Harden, a guy who's got experience. Both, both these guys want rings. They know this is a year that they can get them. I think that duo of Harden and Embiid is going to be too much for a handle with Brooklyn. I like Spencer Dinwiddle. I love Cameron Johnson. I love Mikhail Bridges, and I love the other Curry. Seth Curry, he still he shoots over 40% from the three-point line. But it's not going to be enough for these 76ers. They have no answer for Joel Embiid. I got the Sixers by 10. I'm taking the Sixers all day. Brandon, chalk.
1: You know, I I often try to encourage Clay with winners, and I, I think he's <laughs> on to something out of the box. So well, well done, Clay. <laughs> um, game ones are such a feeling out process, but when you've dominated an opponent throughout the year, Sixers at home. Um, I just think it's too much. Adjustments will be made from games one to two. But if I'm going to, again, a common saying that I had, you hear me say it all the time, you you, you lose with team A before you try to win with team B. And I think in this situation, Sixers at home, Doc Rivers, veteran coach against a a still-putting-it-together Brooklyn team, I believe this is a double-digit win for the Sixers.
0: Yeah, I'm with you guys. 76ers minus eight and a half. I think that's actually generous for the Nets there. So I'll take the 76ers on that number. Let's go to the next one. Hawks and Celtics. Celtics are laying nine in this one. They swept the regular season series. The Celtics have covered eight of their last 11 at home. Hawks are five and six ATS in their last 11 games. Brandon, to you again, same logic here. You win with the Celtics.
1: This is interesting because the takeaway from the Hawks' heat, which put the Hawks in this game, Miami had dominated the season series against Atlanta, um, had beat them eight of the last 10, took them out of the playoffs last year, four games to one. It was either A, the Hawks played an incredible game to win that at Miami, or B, Miami played one of the most gutless Uninspired, we don't care. We're just a bunch of overpaid boys in South Beach, and we didn't care. And that was one of the most embarrassing performances that you had seen by a home team, a seven seed, which had never lost a play in game. Hmm. I've ever seen you get out, rebounded at home 63 to 39. Rebounding is effort, bam. Abdeo or whatever the name is, was one of the worst performances by a big man in playoff history. Jimmy Butler was non-existent, looked like he partied at 11 till 7 a.m., never slept, showed up at the arena and said, I really don't care. We're going to play again at home on Friday against somebody I don't know. So the takeaway is Atlanta just put it together all in one game. And now they're rolling into Boston. Big number. My gut says you lay it with Boston, but Atlanta just keeps coming. And this has backdoor written all over it. My lean would be to take the Hawks plus the points. Boston wins. But this could be a game where Boston's up 17, going in the fourth. Atlanta outscores them by 10 and loses by eight. Whatever the case may be, my lean's toward the Hawks plus the points.
0: Clay, on a smaller scale here, it's momentum versus rest. Hawks versus Celtics here. What are you doing?
2: This is where I'm going to pick up, uh, you know, a couple of wins on my guy Brandon Lang over here, man. You got Jason go. Tatum, Jalen Brown, 57 points per game between the two of them they're averaging. These guys are elite. It's it's unreal. You also add in Marcus Smart. They've been together a long time. Al Horford. You know, my buddies used to tell me I looked a little bit like Al Horford when I when I buzzed my head. You know, and the Celtics, they are the second-best offense in the NBA. They're going to fill this thing up. They're rested. The Hawks just played. Quinn Snyder for the Hawks is 20 and 30 in his his NBA playoff career. You know, I like Trey Young, but he's shooting, you know, 43% from the field. I like Murray, 20 points, five boards, six assists. I like DeAndre Hunter for the Hawks, but the Celtics, like I said, one of the best teams in the league, second offense in the NBA. Give me the Celtics. They're winning by 10.
0: Did you guys see that quote from Trey Young regarding trade rumors? It might happen, it might not happen. It's like sort of a bizarre quote before you go on a playoff run, Clay.
2: That's what that's what B. Lang usually says when he goes out to the bars at night, man. It, that's not what you say when you're going into on a playoff run. You know, you got to you gotta be all in on the game, not, you know, with the B. Lang, it might happen, it might not happen when he goes out to the bars. It's an interesting quote. I don't think that the focus is there, and they're going up against one of the best teams in the league. It's rested. Give me the Celts.
1: Let's make sure we're clear here. When I go out to the strip bars, it is. It <laughs> make sure we're clear. No, it's my, mom, my mom.
0: It will happen. So it happen. Brandon bats a thousand. Let's put it that way. All right. Okay. You know what? I'm with you, Clay. Minus nine Celtics. Let's go. News. Ten and a uh, hook. go. Ten and a hook. Ten and a hook. Let's go. Hey, uh... But I'm going with the Celtics maybe at home. This game here is interesting. Knicks and Cavs. The line is minus five and a half in favor of the Cavs, covering at a solid 61% clip as a home favorite. But Knicks are covering at an equally good 61% clip as a road dog. So something is going to give here, obviously, the Cavs number one in defensive efficiency in the NBA this season. Brandon, short-ish number here. What's the move?
1: Ooh, let the dogs out. Ooh. Oh, I'm a dog, man. Sorry. This one's going down to the wire. Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle, love the Knicks in this spot. They've been a great dog all year long. Um, Cleveland's tough. Give them credit, but I like the Knicks here plus the points. I just think all year long, the value with the Knicks as an underdog is something we cannot shy away from. Some first round series, the one versus the eights, the two versus the sevens. That's one thing. The fours versus the five tend to be a little more competitive. Each game's a kind of kind of nip and tuck. I can't pass up the dog here. The next plus two points,
0: plus five and a half, tempting for you, Clay. You know, I I think
2: that this is another game I'm picking up on Brandon Lang here. You I know. mean, this is crazy. I'm about to be in in front of this guy after after this, this game. A lover. Do, do people need to watch the
1: show to tell them the bet favorites all day? But good luck with that. <laughs>
2: No. So here's here. Here's my deal. The Cavs have have the top defense in the league. The Knicks have the the, the fourth best offense in the league. But I think the Cavs with Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland are going to be too much. Evan Mobley. I mean, they got it. They got a good lineup, man. Donovan Mitchell is an underrated superstar. This guy's averaging twenty four and four. I love Julius Randle. I love Jalen Brunson, but I'm taking the Cavs with the points.
0: I'm struggling on this one, but I'm going toward B Lang here with the plus five and a half. Okay. So the shorter number, I think this will be a tighter game with tighter seating between these two teams. So give me the Knicks plus five and a half, but I do think the Cavs will win this game outright. I like that covering number that the Knicks have on the road as a dog. Sixty one percent. Knicks cover plus five and a half. Okay. Let's talk about the Warriors and Kings guys, some line movement. Over the last 24 hours, originally it was the Kings minus one. Now it's the Kings plus the one at home. Had one of the worst home records in the NBA, 23 and 18. The Warriors were horrible on the road. 11-30 11-30 and 30 away from Chase Center. So, again, something we'll give here. Interesting note of differential and experience between these two teams, guys. The Warriors have four players who have tallied more playoff minutes than the Kings' entire roster combined. Clay, to you on this one.
2: This is the Kings' first playoff series since 2006. Okay, this is... This is incredible here. The, the Warriors won the season series three to one. I know they're horrendous on the road at eleven and thirty, but come on. I mean, Klay Thompson, Steph Curry, the Splash Brothers. Need I say more? I love Sabonis. Seven foot tall, twenty points, twelve boards, seven assists. This guy can straight up play. Who's going to guard him? I don't know, but I just believe in Steph and Clay. Darren Fox, young up and comer. Is it a changing of the guard? He's averaging twenty five points, four rebounds, six assists, but. Golden State has lost a total of five games in their last six playoff series. This is the defending champions. Come on, man. I'm going with the Warriors. I don't even think this one's going to be that close. I know they're not great on the road. The experience will shine out. The defending NBA champions, no chance they lose this game.
0: Brandon, we crossed the equator, if you will. We went from Kings minus one to Kings plus one. What's the deal with you?
1: Finally. The guy actually sounds like he knows what he's talking about. Thank God. <laughs> All these football players find a rhythm and, and and they figure it out. You want to see one of the most amazing things you're ever going to see when it comes to NBA basketball? When we're finished doing this show, go to YouTube, put in Golden State's 55 point first quarter. Set back and watch how they scored 55 points in 12 minutes. Now, I didn't watch the game. I didn't know about the game. I just woke up the next day and heard they put up 55 in the first quarter. Went to YouTube, put it on, and was like, this is insanity. It is one of the most incredible displays of offensive basketball that I've ever seen in my entire life. Every guy – I can't even talk. It was every guy hitting a three, the ball movement. They come down, shoot within six seconds, literally – One of the most amazing things I've ever seen. The Portland Trailblazers weren't exactly garbage. It was Mm -hmm. just amazing. And my point is when the lights are on, who do you trust? Big difference between regular season and playoff basketball. I'm not a believer in the Kings, haven't been a believer in the Kings all year long. They're gutless. They don't play defense. They can't lock down when they need to. I will be absolutely shocked. If the Kings even win a game in this series. But Whoa. in a game one, I'm telling you right now, this line should be Golden State minus three, four. I'll be shocked if Golden State doesn't win this game. I don't know, because if they're on, it's sure as hell going to be the Sacramento Kings that stop them.
0: We'll see if there's any late sharp money. Maybe the line does move to two, three. We'll see what happens. I'm with you guys. Experience matters, especially in game one. I wonder if the lights are too bright here for the Kings in this first matchup. So, I will lay that minus one with the Warriors. We are in agreement there. Let's go to the Lakers. The Los Angeles Lakers are in the playoffs. Who would have thought that would happen? They take on the Grizzlies, laying three and a half in this matchup. Lakers went two and one in the series this season. L.A. has won 10 of its last 12. The Grizzlies had the second best defensive rating in the NBA this season. Clay, what do you think about this one?
2: You know, I like the like I said, I like the I like the Grizzlies, man. I like John Morant. I like Desmond Bain. I think that these guys can both play Bain underrated 21, five and five. I like Jaron Jackson. The guy's seven foot tall, 19.7 boards. I mean, this team, this isn't just John Morant. When John was out, these guys could still play. This is a team that is deep. This is a team that can play. But there's a but here. It's a first round LeBron James, Anthony Davis. I'm not going against those two guys. I'm sorry. I'm not. I've seen LeBron do it too many times. I know they're getting older. It's been a tough season. You know, they finally got AD back and that they give the Lakers a 35% chance to win this series. Stop it. LeBron James, one of the greatest players to ever play for a reason. I'm taking the Lakers in this one.
0: You know, the whole LeBron. Logic is kind of narrative, e Brandon, because the Lakers kind of were bad at one point this season. Are you with the Lakers here?
1: Negative, Ghost Rider. That pattern's full. So let me break this down for you. So the other (laughs) night against the Minnesota Timberwolves, the Timberwolves were missing two starters. The combined points that those two two starters, Gobert and and another kid whose name. who hurt his wrist hitting the hitting the wall, walking out of the arena. That's 34 points out of their lineup. Hmm. So they're missing two starters. They're missing. Let's start
2: playing the violin here, Cam. They're missing, <laughs> they're
1: missing 34 points and 14 rebounds. And the Lakers at home struggled with the T-Wolves. Struggled. The whole game struggled and literally probably shouldn't have won the game. That's a red flag for me. You're missing two starters. Minnesota's coming to your house. You got to blow them out, smack them away, and say, get out of here, and let's get ready for Memphis. The Lakers played like garbage. Now, you're telling me that they're going to take that game and go to Memphis in game one with a low number of three and a half and play lights out.
2: Not happening. LeBron James is 175 and 90 in his career in the NBA playoffs.
1: years old with a beard and tats, and I get it.
2: Talk LeBron Brains all you want.
1: They struggled against the garbage Timberwolves at home. They won Yeah, the that game. scares me, Clay. Like on a light they won the game. Go to Memphis and be like, hey, we're, we're, we're going to beat the Grizzlies outright. It's a low number. I'll go with the home team here. I'll force the Lakers to show me that they're going to show up and play winning basketball in Game One of a seven-game series. Do I think that series will be they won? The game. Yes. Do I think it goes six, seven games. Yes, but they're not winning Game One. I'm sorry. Go with the football titan who probably can't shoot a basketball to save his life. But hey, so be it. He loves the Lakers. Do you heard him. Of- I think he's got a tad of LeBron on his left shoulder. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't.
2: You heard of Clay Thompson? We were just talking about him last segment. Clay Thompson isn't the best shooting clay that you know. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Whoa. Give Give me Memphis minus the points.
0: I'm with you, Brandon. I'll take Memphis minus three and a half. Too much public money, I think, is going into the Lakers, and you're seeing that line move and what have you. So I'm with you. Let's go Lakers quickly, guys. Just under a minute. Clippers Suns, Suns laying seven. Brandon, what's the deal?
1: Paul George playing. No. No, he's not playing. Wow. That's that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Um Durant Booker at home. Kawhi on the road, game one. I just think you got to lay the wood with Phoenix. I'm sorry. I can't, I can't go against him in this spot. Not without Paul George. Too big a step up. Give me Phoenix.
0: Paul George expected yeah, you to go come back late, but yep.
2: Yeah, you got you to go with Phoenix here. I mean, he, he got one right. So, I mean, B-Lane got one right here. I mean, come on, Booker, Durant, Paul, I, I mean, he's got to do that. I do love Eric Gordon, Norman Powell, Terrence Mann. And obviously, you know, we, we know the, the the main man there with the Clippers. But uh, you got to go with the Suns there. You know, B-Lane got the last one right at least.
0: We will end on agreement. I'm with you, Suns minus seven. Thank you so much for tuning in to Believe Me right here on Stadium. Good luck to your bets this weekend. We'll talk to you next week.
2: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.